hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hyped, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by Hey, True North Racing, let's go What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another week of the True North Racing Podcast. My name is John Morrison, and joining me, as always, is Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, John? I'm doing great. How was your weekend? How was your week in general? Um, it's pretty good. Um, you know, I work all week. I'm on nine to five, so it's not my favorite shift, but hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. So I mean. At least you got a song that works for it. Yeah. You got that Dolly Parton song, working nine to five. What a way to make a living. <laughs> you just got to remember that and everything's going to be okay. Exactly. It's kind of what goes through my head when I'm like. <laughs> doing you hear whatever. that nail tapping. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was all right. Worked all week and then was iffy. I was going to go to Flambro. Didn't make it <laughs> you should have because we i'm gonna be honest we had our first i'm gonna say epic quiet track pick yeah but i already know because i already mentioned it to you earlier that we're whenever we go to when we go to Austria again mm-hmm. we're gonna get one afterwards we're gonna get a quiet track pick and jackson's got this thing of like we're gonna do a random track quiet track pick every every time we get and last night we actually invited Caitlin and uh, Dale out and yeah. we got a couple cool shots. So those are going to be up on my personal Facebook here in, in the next little bit, but yeah, but you should have came out. You would have been a part of it. And <laughs> I no, got, it looked, I, sorry, looked like some good shows last night. There was some pretty decent racing last night. I was good. I'm going to be honest. A lot of hard battles all across mm-hmm. the board. So I'm, I'm last night was, I, I left last night from Flambro going, man, this was actually a good race night. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be negative because I don't like being negative towards the track, but up until last night, I have just seen, it, it has not been a good start to the year. Yeah. You know, car counts are down all across the board. You know, they're people are getting an unnecessary wrecks and it just seems like it's not going the way it should. Mm -hmm. But last night I actually walked away from it being like, that was a good race night. You know, I I was, I was happy with how a lot of people drove. I was one ecstatic because Chris and Joe Lawrence drove up from Delaware. Yeah. They were some Delaware invaders last night. And, uh, Mike McCall lent them his uh, gooseneck trailer. And mm-hmm. Chris Chris brought both pure stocks up in that trailer. Oh. He, he goes, he, he messaged me last week. He's like, I'm thinking about coming up to Flamborough. He's like, he's like, but we're do, keeping it a surprise. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to put you in our rundown. I'm, I, I'll put it up on Sunday. He's like, all right, perfect. Saturday, I'm at the track. And all of a sudden, like, I look at my phone and he's like, Look out for this thing when it comes in. And I see, I'm like, he did not. <laughs> but pretty much they were both, they were nose to tail. Mm-hmm. 
but he had to take off the front bumper cover and the front bumper itself of his 28 car <laughs> to get <laughs> both of them to fit. Holy smokes. I'm like, damn, like... <laughs> He, he was like, if I didn't come up to Flamborough, I was actually going to be building another one this weekend. I was going to be building another pier stock. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> if there's anyone keeping the pier stocks alive, it, it's Chris Lawrence. Let's be real. Like, so there was a guy he was telling me about that, I guess, wrecked one of the opening nights here. And he's like, hey, man, if you need a car, I got a car in the backfield. We just need to put it together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have like half the field covered at, at Delaware. I'm like, yeah. hey you're keeping it alive there you're helping bring out you know keeping is that there's no less than six cars yeah right you know there's gonna be more than six car five or six cars there mm-hmm. so it was good seeing them though but mm-hmm. oh what do you uh what do you say we jump into our uh jomo media rundown and our cvm lineups sounds good all right like if I haven't talked a whole lot already tonight, <laughs> let me just continue going. <laughs> oh no, I lost where I was going here. <laughs> but actually, continue on about your weekend because I, I I cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, I really didn't do much. We uh, now that I think about it, I don't even know what I did yesterday. Oh, we I, my mom had to work, so my dad and my sister and I just kind of out and about and went out for ice cream and stuff and we're sitting there and actually at one point we, we finished our ice cream and we're like hmm you think we could make it to Flambrough for the features <laughs> we obviously didn't make it but yeah it's still a good weekend I mean honestly I'm trying to just enjoy being away because like last year was so much to be running for points and I want to take advantage of the fact that I don't have to be there every weekend so it's like it's nice to sit back and do something else yep i'm still messing up i mean i i still i've the past three weekends i've still had race monitor up watching everybody <laughs> i can't of course stand. you would have everyone check and still check up on everyone literally you like, would. i've got kyle lucas scott tonelli and caitlin all in my thing so it pops up tells me that on the track i open it and i'm like here we go like at one point my dad and my sister and i were all surrounded at the table with my phone in the center and we're just watching race monitor oh boy thoughts you can't like if anyone's been on race monitor you can't see the cars you can't there's no video to it you just watch the names and like watch people go up and down and stuff and we're sitting there we're like yeah whoa yeah come on leo like it was just oh my god we're ridiculous (laughs) honestly last night there was you know i watched the first pure stock race it was pretty entertaining Mm -hmm. um what uh mini stock race that was actually a pretty entertaining overall it it led pretty good uh cvms you missed a good one there i think yeah both cvms last night put on one great show and I'll say this. I am super proud of our guest who's going to be coming on in just a little bit, Scott Tonelli. He actually uh, ran in the top four and was in line with Mike Pod, Rodney Rutherford, Steve Murdoch, and they were a four-car train. Mm-hmm. He's so really good. 
he 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 did tell me he had TJ Marshall coming up. He did slow up a little bit to let him go by. He just he, he just pretty much let him have the bottom. And TJ was TJ is a fast car. We all know this. If you guys know of the CVMs at Flambro, and but still he came home fifth. Yeah, in a it's car like- that hasn't really touched the track for it's like three years. Oh. I walked up to him afterwards and I'm like, man, good job. Like, good job out there. Like, good race. And he's going to give me a fist bump. And I'm like, nah, man, that's your first top five. You get a handshake for that one. Yeah, absolutely. But we got Scott coming on in a little bit. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, see, uh, see what he's up to. And we got some good fan questions actually for that. So I'm excited for this one. Mm. But we're going to get into our Joe Media Driver Rundown. Where, as always, we talk about where all our Joe Media drivers lined up uh, on Saturday or where they finished from from this past weekend. Down at Delaware Speedway in the Super Stock Division, David Rockwood came home 12th at Flamborough Speedway on Saturday. We had in the Pure Stocks, we had Alex Stewart, who did not start in the first feature, finished 14th in the second. Cameron Thompson came home sixth, sixth in the first feature and DNF'd in the second one. That's actually a pretty funny story. He forgot to fill up the car between features, which is why he did, <laughs> didn't finish. Uh, we had the 28X of Chris Lawrence, who was one of our, as we talked about just a little bit prior, is our Delaware Invader. He came, he finished seventh and second uh, in his features, and Joe Lawrence came home first and a third. So that's awesome. Uh, mini stocks, Roland Goodfellow had a ninth, and he also said, I did not start. Um, and it, unfortunately, Caitlin Wallace did not start the night. Um, there was a distributor cap issue and it sounds like some teeth ended up in the oil pan. So hopefully when it shut down in, during practice, it didn't hopefully grenade the motor or hurt the motor in any way. And they can just drain the oil and clean it out and hopefully fingers crossed, get it back out for June 11th. Uh, in the CVMs, Ricky Williger came home first and sixth. Scott Tonelli, sixth and the fifth. Joe Arsenal, fifth and a ninth. John Carley finished tenth in both features. Jay Pepin had a ninth and an eighth. And Connor Ross had eleventh and a seventh. Down at Peterborough Speedways in the Superstocks, Brandon Feeney finished fourth uh, at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway on this Friday night. In the mini stocks, David Johnson did not finish, but he said they were running about sixth when, when he had an electrical issue. Um, and unfortunately, Ryan Houston had a did not start. Um, <clears throat> and then, unfortunately, the mini mod that they have, uh, David Johnson's, didn't make it out on track on Saturday after having carburetor, carburetor issues. Uh, and round, uh, yeah, we just got to look up more here. Sunset Speedway in the mini stocks. Sarah Gianni came home 13th, and I'm super proud of her because you saw it earlier today, I'm assuming. She was only going to run out, go out there and run a few laps. Next thing you know, she stayed out there and she ran the entirety of the feature. So that's her first one. I'm super proud of her. She did a great job. Um, Hopefully we see many more of this. Uh, But unfortunately, the next one here had a very tough night, Madison Teen Camp. Uh, Morgan told me that she got loose coming out of four. And I don't know if she overcorrected or what, but she ended up backing it into the wall tearing up the rear end so hopefully they get that fixed for next weekend he's they're going to make a decision on thursday night uh and go from there and in the super stocks nick tooley came home 10th 
So that's your Joe Media driver rundown. Is there anything you want to make a comment about there, uh, Megan? No, I was, uh, I was talking about Sarah the whole time. I just, I'm so proud of her too. Oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't think some people realize what it's like to go out there, especially with anxiety and to, cause I did that exact same thing. I said, I'm only going out for a few laps. I finished the whole race and then it feels like a win. And I watched her video and I teared up. (laughs) (laughs) You're right though. Like uh, hearing that, you know, seeing that she's like, Oh, I'm only going to do a few laps. And then, you know, I didn't unfortunately hear the audio, but just to hear and see, like, I I can't say nothing, but be like super proud of her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully that continues to more success. She's uh, able to gain more speed and work her way up front. And that's the next step. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, but I'm super proud of all our Joe Media drivers. You guys all did an awesome job this weekend. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see what next weekend holds for all of, all of you guys. And uh, so now we're going to jump over to our Canadian Vision Modified lineup rundown. I still don't even know how the heck I'm going to call these things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for almost two years now, and I, ha- I don't have a name for nothing. Like we just start talking. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I need it. Maybe. Okay. So if you guys have any ideas, anyone who's listening has any ideas, what to call the Joma media driver rundown and the CVM lineup, or even the, uh, the, our talk open segment. If you guys got an idea, let us know. Cause I've, I, I want you guys to be involved as well. And so if you guys got an idea of what to call our, our opening segment there where we talk about our weekends, um, our Joe Media Driver Rundown and our CVM lineups, let us know in the comments of our, on our post and uh, or message us personally and, and we'll go from there. Maybe maybe we'll do a giveaway. I'm down what do you that. think? Maybe, I think in oh. uh, well, maybe a Joe Media, uh, Media prize pack is in order. Um, so the best one who comes up with a uh name for our opening segment our driver rundowns let us know and the best ones will get a joe media driver uh joe media uh prize pack uh but we're gonna jump into our cvm lineup here feature one we had ricky williger going first tj marshall second mike pod going third quentin murdoch fourth rodney rodney rutherford going fifth joe arsenal sixth scott tonelli seventh steve murdoch eighth Jay Pepin, ninth, John Carley, 10th, and Connor Ross rounding out the field. And feature two, we had Steve Murdoch taking home his first career checker flag. And the young drivers came into modified and winning that. I I have razzed that guy for the past two years. <laughs> you know, about being a mid-pack car. <laughs> I, I love the guy. But there's times I felt like he might've deserved it. And so I razzed him. And then last night I, I, I said on the video, so it's going to end up in the CVM vlog that I'm super proud of the guy. I even went up there and told him I'm super proud of him. Even Jacqueline had to say reiterate him. Like he even said in the video, it's going to go in the video. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) But for him to take home his first career checker flag, I walked in and was like, well, at least for the rest of the year now, I can't say a damn word to you. <laughs> he shut you down. <laughs> he shut me down, and I'm happy about that, though. <laughs> I love you, the guy. 
just know when a driver is capable and deserving of a win like that. And it's nice to see it. A hundred percent. And the one thing he had on me last night was uh, actually a kind of funny story. I'm standing over in turn four in my filming spot and it's like five laps to go. And his lead starts stretching on Rodney. And I'm looking at him like this. No. And I look over at Jacqueline because Jacqueline where I stand, I'm about six feet or so from her. And she's standing six feet to my left and next to you. I'm like following. I'm like, and next to you, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm like, no way. And I'm like two laps to go. I'm like, I can't even show my excitement for the guy because yeah. of having to hold the camera still and all this stuff. Um, but I have to give him huge props. You know, his son, Quinn is amazing driver. Steve, I, I'm super proud of the guy. I was, oh, the one thing that was kind of funny, though, he did come up to me. He goes, he looks because he let check green to checker. Mm-hmm. Even though we had an incident on lap one, he did. He came up to me. He goes, was that a legit win? Absolutely. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I hate when a driver feels like that. We, we talked about that last year with your win. Mm-hmm. You know, you still go out there and drive and you earn it. Doesn't matter if you came from 11th or you came from near you started front. You still had to stay up front for 20 or 25 laps. And it takes one slip up for that driver behind you to get around you. Like, absolutely. That's, and I know I've seen Eric Stewart make that comment too about his win a few weeks ago. It's a win. It's an honest win. You worked for it. Like, absolutely. The best way, the best way I could tell you is, uh, uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel in the first Fast and Furious movie. Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, a win is a win. And I told him, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you kept Ronnie Rutherford at bay. That's a hard one to do. Absolutely. Whether Mike he, Pod. His, yeah. Like, wow. And TJ Marshall finished fourth. And in the final five laps, Steve was easing that gap wider. So I told him, like, you had you had Ronnie breathing down your throat, Mike Pot and TJ Marshall all ready to jump. Mm-hmm. But you didn't hesitate this time. And I've seen him hesitate a ton of times. But this time he didn't. He didn't slip up. So, yes, it is still a legit win. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But any driver, if you go out there and you get your first career win, and you led all 20 laps, congratulations. If you led the last lap on a pass, congratulations. If you won by a freaking inch, congratulations. A win is a win. Doesn't matter if it's a weather related. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, you maybe the guy behind you is a win is still a win. And hopefully that a lot of guys take that, take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Like, but he kept some of the best names behind yeah. him for 25 laps. That's hard I, to do. I can't say nothing. 
I, I, I can't say I can't razz him anymore, so I don't know what the hell I'm gonna <laughs> say to him. But <laughs> now I guess I could say I'm like, oh, you need to back up that win. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like now you got your first one. I need to go back it up. So now you got to catch up to Quentin. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> catched up to Quentin this year. Um, but as I said, we're gonna finish with the rundown here, and then we're gonna get our <laughs> guest in. Uh, Ronnie Rutherford came home second. Mike Pod third. T.J. Marshall fourth. Scott Tinelli uh, finished fifth. Ricky Williger finished sixth. Connor Ross seventh. Jay Peppin eighth. Joe Arsenal ninth. John Carley tenth. And Quinn Murdoch rounding out our field. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, Quinn had an issue on lap one, and uh, that uh, uh, and unfortunately ended his night, and he ended up breaking a. Uh, Oh crap! What a break line? That's what it was. Did um did Jay Peppin do double duty? Because I saw that the pro challengers were there. No, actually, no? Tyler DiVenenzo. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. So, but if you saw the late model field last night, you'd almost think there was a big race next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's or uh not Scott. Well, he was Scott Steckley was there. Kyle Steckley was there. J.R. Fitzpatrick, Josh Dottie, uh, Dale Shaw. Oh, who else? Uh, uh, let's see. I'm just uh, Billy Schwartzenberg, uh, Blair Wicket. Those all, all those guys were there. So, but yeah, that was a. Uh, you almost think there's a big money race next weekend. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you say we bring a? Uh, Bring in our guest. Sounds good to me. All right, let's get Scott Tanelli here in on the True North Racing Podcast. All right, guys, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we have driver of the number 14 Canadian Vintage vintage modified scott tonelli scott how are you doing i'm wonderful how are you guys doing pretty good doing really well you have me on anytime man yeah so i guess we'll start it off by i don't know how did you get started in racing uh which which form if you want to talk circle track uh it would have started for me as a fan uh, my dad brought my brother and I back in the day. So these boys I race with now, um, I guess, and ladies last year, um, <laughs> I, I watched a lot of them as a fan growing up and uh, I, I just found my way, my way back to the track, but uh, I've always been a bit of a gearhead. Uh, I did a lot of drag racing, motocross, and uh, my love was always, you know, short track oval. And uh, I don't know why I waited so long. I guess I'm not the brightest, but now I'm finally here and uh, I'm loving it. All right. I mean, I guess we'll start with the pure stocks because why not? You know, how, how'd you get your start in the pure stocks? Uh, true story. Well, I'm at my trailer right now. Um, friends and neighbors of mine, their kids raced. And uh, it was one of those things. They saw my video drag racing and the dad told the one son, he's like, you got to put Scott in your car. And I, I kind of got the bug. I'm like, what do you mean put me in your car? He's <laughs> like, you know, we got a car. We're looking for a driver. I'm like, well, I'm in. They said, well, we, you know, we have a friend that was, we were going to offer it up to you. That was Spencer. Uh, Spencer Rydell is, you know, great guy, like him a lot. And then when I heard that, I'm like, you know what? I can't do that to Spencer. I said, tell you what, if Spencer can't make it, call me. And if anyone who knows me, that took about four minutes for me to go, 
I'm never going to get a ride in this car. I got to build my own. So uh, my buddy Shane and I at work, we, we found a car and put it together and uh, decided we're going to come out and uh, campaign our own car last year. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't know. <laughs> Is it, It's this. That's, I have to laugh at it too. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess what was your favorite memory for the Pierce stocks or oh, your best accomplishments? Cause I mean, I know last year you were, you were really successful, like right off the bat, pretty much. Um, I, you know what? I can't say I was just successful off the bat. Um, for those who saw my first race, I was, I was dead sideways in front of Megan in the first corner. Um, you know, that, there, there's some learning curves. What's my favorite memory? Um, it's hard to say I had lots, you know, most of my favorite memories were in the pits. Um, being a new guy, being in a no, there's a lot of friendly people, but you got to go out there and find them. And, and, and Meg, your, your team, you know, the MCR, your dad, um, you and your brother. So I, I pitted beside you guys and, uh, you know, I was struggling. I was struggling to find setup. I was struggling. And I'm just asking questions. You know, nobody wants to give up their secrets, but I mean, your dad was one of the first ones that said, try this. And I was like, thank you. You know, that in all honesty, that started my success. Um, I was all over the place. The car was the car. You know, there, there's a lot of tips and tricks to this stuff. And uh, I was thankful for, for that. And then near the end, uh, you guys and Kyle, um, you know, Team Sneaker and, 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 and Dale Lucas, meeting you guys, meeting Jonathan, like, so kind of kind of expanding my, my circle at the track. That, that's my favorite memory of last year. Where I placed, where that that didn't matter. It was the it was the relationships and the friendships we made. I mean, that was that's my favorite part of last year. So, I agree with that. I think that's the most important part of racing, to be honest. Mm. But, uh, you're in the Canadian Vintage Modifieds now. Why don't you tell them yes. how that came about? <laughs> well, uh, so I, I I had some ups and downs in the in the pure stocks. Um, I'd like to say I'm I'm a I like to be a gentleman racer. You know, I, I had my instances on track. We, we you know, I, I collided with some. I got in their way. And, I mean, you want to call them rookie, you know, rookie mistakes, that's fine. Um, I, I critique myself pretty heavily. It, I guess the biggest thing, and I know this is long-winded to get into the CVMs, but, you know, you talk to everybody and they say, just hold your line. You run your line and you're fine. And I found, you know, I run my line and then, you know, guys want to punch me in the face at the end of the night. And I'm like, but, but I, I ran my line. No, but they're like, but your line's wrong. So I found in the pure stock, they weren't very forgiving in some of that. So a couple on track instances, I started looking at some other classes and I was looking at for more of the club atmosphere. So I looked at the pro challenge and I looked at the vintage modified. So the funny part of this was I, I literally just Googled Canadian vintage modified. I've always liked them as a fan, as a fan. And I wanted to know what body style I liked, you know, you see the, the three window forward, like the, the, the wagons or the, and, and, I Googled and the first and only picture I took was the car that I own right now. Um, I saw the colors. I saw the, I'm like, that's the car I want, whatever that is. And uh, I screenshotted it about a month later. It came across my Facebook for sale. I'm like, Oh my God, that's that car. Like, that's so cool. So I saw the price tag and stuff and I debated it. And then, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, a couple weeks to me, time doesn't matter, but it was a couple weeks or a month later, they dropped it in price and I really considered it. I'm like, you know what? I really want to get into this club. And then I Googled and, and no disrespect, we're, we're, we're friends now, but the family owned, it was one of the cars I had an on track incident with. So me being the guy, I'm like, you know what? I, I can't contact these people. I'm not going to buy it. 
Um, but then they raffled it. Like, man. <sighs> so I asked my buddy, Shane McKenna, and I said, Shane, can you just buy some tickets in your name for me? I said, I, I just don't, you know, I'm not ready to talk to them yet. I, I don't even know who they are. I haven't even got a chance to talk to them about the on-track incident. So long story short, we buy some tickets. And uh, I was driving home from Georgetown. And uh, I, I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, it's quarter after two. I'm like, oh, they'll be doing the draw. So I was, I was with the wife. And she says, you want to pull over? I'm like, nah, it's not like I'm going to win anyway. <laughs> I'll just check it when I get home. So I get, I get back to the house and uh, taking the groceries out of the car. I'm like, oh, I, let's check. It must be over. And I'm flipping through. And I see, you know, I see the post that Kieran Shane McKenna had won something. And I go running into the house like an absolute child. And I'm, I'm hopping like I'm riding a you know, fake horse. <laughs> but then I had that like, oh, wait a minute. There was second and third place. So then like my, my high dropped. And I'm like, oh, no, okay, maybe I won the cash. And I looked and it was like, oh, my God, I won the car. I won the car. And I'm talking <laughs> to the walls. I'm talking to the cat. I was, I was, I was dancing <laughs> with the dog. I'm running around my dining room table. And I'm trying to get Shane on the phone. He's not answering. And I'm literally talking <laughs> to the air. I'm like, I won the car. I won the car. Oh my God. I won the car. <laughs> so that went on for about an hour. And I think Meg, you were, you guys were on one of the calls. I, I, I was calling everybody um, <laughs> like, like, Oh my God. Like, you know, surreal dream come true moment. Um, to this day, the only car I screenshotted from the vintage modifieds was that car. I'm not one of those guys say it was meant to be, but I don't know. I mean, it's too you, ironic. Yeah. Like, you call it whatever you want. So uh, <laughs> Uh, a class that I've always been a fan of, always wanted to, but never thought I was I was I was there yet to mix it up with those guys. I, I figured I needed to cut my teeth and supply. I was expecting maybe five years from now to do something like that, but uh, here we are. And yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I do I do remember that and you telling us that you want it, and I'm like, no, no, you didn't. So is this guy one? Yeah. We went through the whole story, and I'm like, wow, like that's. Yeah, that's my buddy. That's crazy. So. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a cool story. I, I love that story because you told me that as well. And you messaged me a little while after, after the draw. I was like, Hey, like my buddy won it, but like, it was me who actually won. I just, then I'm like, no, like, no. <laughs> Is that no? Like, Oh no. I, I was like, damn. it was more like, a, it, it was more like, damn it. Now I got to put up with you next year in the club. Like, <laughs> So that was, that was my worry. Right. Everybody saw my, 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 pure stock debut so it was like oh man on it you know if i can touch upon that was that's kind of my my humbleness of in this class is is you know don't judge me by that um i i, I do believe i'm a, i'm i'm good out there i I'm, I'm respectful to people's equipment i don't be tearing stuff up that's not my style i think i'm i i think i'm good in the pits i i try to get along with everyone but yeah i everybody's asking shane they're like hey welcome to the club are you gonna be running the car next year what are you doing <laughs> So he'd be writing me like every two minutes going, they're trying to find out who I am. You know, you know <laughs> what do I tell them? I'm like, I just, you just wait till I get the car in my driveway once I have it home. And, um, but true story, Michael Kenny, who owned the car before, uh, he wrote me and said, uh, congratulations on the win and stuff. And that kind of started it, our conversation. Um, like I said, we talked about the on-track incident. I showed them the footage. I mean, we've, we've squashed a lot. They're good. I, I would talk to them at the track every weekend now. So I mean that that all that's all behind us, and they've been nothing but supportive moving forward. So, uh, yeah, you got to deal with me now, Jonathan. <laughs> Actually, you're you're one of the guys that you know I I definitely love in the club because all winter this guy this guy right here has been on my ass to for content. <laughs> Scott, if you got yourself a DVD player, I got a ton of videos for you. Okay, <laughs> I'm holding you to that one. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't even have a computer anymore that has a freaking CD player. So now I, I got a, I got a bunch of discs. I have a bunch. I have VHSs. I haven't touched a VHS in 15 years. I don't have that. I do have a PlayStation. If you're playing a PlayStation, I'm in. <laughs> I got a PlayStation too. I may watch some of these videos myself, but I'm hoping to get these all somehow filed up and put them up on our YouTube page. So hopefully that keeps you occupied for an entire winter. Cause that probably not, probably, probably not. not. You'll watch them all in a day. And like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do for you. Like I just, you know, I, I yeah. It's for those of you out there, whoever's listening, I, I bug Jonathan because he does a lot of great videos of, and, and he takes these on car and in car videos. And I, I watch them all. And, and I've told the guys in the club, like I'm listening to your engine. I'm listening to your breaking point. I'm watching where you're turning in and where your line is. And, and I, I as much as I'm a rookie, I, I take this very seriously. I love this stuff. Um, there's so much, there's so much content out there to learn from and, and I'm a sponge and that's why Jonathan's been great. Um, the other clubs, Mike pod's been great over the winter. That guy, I, I bugged him almost as much as you. He still talks to me at the track, so I guess it's okay, but <laughs> I, I will leech any information to help me be competitive. I just want to be able to mix it up with the top five cars and, and be clean and, and run a great year. And that's, I'm excited. I mean, I think that definitely showed last year because, like, I know we've we've had that conversation a few times between us and Kyle. And... Pardon me. Gosh. <laughs> See, I got I got one of those faces even dogs don't like. Are <laughs> you barking at something? It, it's door. usually it's usually barking at me. Come on now, that's three weeks in a row. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, like last year, we had so many conversations about how like we're just we're there to help each other out and we did we all helped each other and we said on the track we're we're friends in the pits but on the track we're competition we're not going to be easy on each other and we didn't like we all ran each other real hard but real clean that's the thing and i can see it that's just the way you are and i mean even i champ champion no not championship night opening night this year i showed up the track no car and like Wilson, stop and I mean, my stomach was in knots just thinking about Scott being out there for the first time in this. And I just remember going up and asking him, like, how are you feeling? He, I'm excited. I'm so excited. And I'm like, I've never seen a driver so enthusiastic. Like, it's just. My, only, my only nerves or my only thing that I was worried about was, uh, you know, in a crowd of those cars for the first time, an open wheel. You know, um, mm -hmm. sure, I can rip on the car, but I, I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want to cause a wreck. I never do. But, you know coming from pure stocks to this class and winning a car, I always thought that people would judge me like, you know, he doesn't deserve to be here, but I wanted to be clean and show them that, you know what? I do. I do. I do have some skill. I, I will not disrespect the guys in the circle track. I do not have the circles track experience. I can drive a car, but this is a whole new ball game. And uh, they've been very welcoming. The whole club's been great. So, you know, it was uh, opening night. I, I, I think I'm still smiling from it. So <laughs> that's awesome so i know you have a is it a mustang that you race or not i don't know if you race it but you take it to the drags yep yeah i have a 1987 fox body it's my it's that's my baby she has she has 900 horse so i said last year i, I hop in a vintage modified that's got you know if 400 if i'm lucky with the straight six but i'm like this thing's gonna be a kitten you know the one in the garage is a beast <laughs> i i get into the first corner and uh yeah I, I, I almost needed another pair of shorts, but 
I, I, I instantly came home that night and I wrote the club. I'm like, you, you guys are heroes. Like you guys are absolute from the stands. It does not look like we're doing much. And you get behind the windshield of one of these things. You're like, Oh my God. And I'm just, I'm addicted to that. I, I love that feeling. I love that, 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 that rush. And uh, yeah, I fell in love with the thing from, you know, the, the minute I fired it up and I was excited to hit this year and, and I, I, I got it, I got it in the last year of last season. So November 2nd, I think it was, I drove that car once and I, I bugged Jonathan for, for a whole winter going, feed me. I need, I need, I need, to, I need something to do, but uh, no, it's been great. I, 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 I've watched everything of oh, pedal power, pedal power 51. I, I don't even know who you are, but I've watched every one of your videos. I like them all. Like I said, Jonathan, anything he's posted, I've, I've watched them all. And, and I, I believe I've learned and, and been, been better because of it. So I'm fortunate. I feel like you're the, like you, the reason the videos get so many high views is because you do watch them like two or three <laughs> times through. <laughs> That could be true. I don't know. No, listen, you do great work. John. I, I, I love, I love what you do. I love you talk with the club. Just, I mean, coming from the pure stocks, I, you show up in the pits and you got nobody talking. I, 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 I didn't even know where to go. You know, you, you just kind of pull in a pit and go, okay, roll off the trailer and race. And you talk about the teams, you talk about the cars, uh, you know, we're about to line up for the next one. I've watched them all. And, and I, I just love race cars. I know I sound like a fanboy. I guess I kind of am, but uh, <laughs> I do. I absolutely love this stuff. And, and you, you give me more of insight to it, the driver's names. Um, yeah. I, I knew them all going into this season. They've never met me. They probably yes. don't have a clue who I am, but I know who they are. I know where they're racing. I know. And I, like I said, that's why I've, uh, I, I have your name on my car. I signed up with you because I think you do a great job and I love what you're doing. So. The wrong demographic, but the right answer I was looking for on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get into a demographic of like, 15 to 18 year olds so because that's the whole thing of why i want to do the vlog is to help get younger people to come out to the track because kids love youtube as much as they love all, all the stuff they can find online now youtube is such a big thing and i'm thinking if if one kid can stumble across our video and then stumble across our facebook page instagram or twitter and they see the club and you know then they come out and, and hopefully they come out and you know, it's to help draw. You're the wrong demographic is the re but you got yourself wrong, hard. But look, I'm at the wrong one for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but there's nothing it, wrong because look at that. You you ramped your song last year, all winter. After you got the car, you wanted to join the club. You got in the club. You got a car, and then you bugged me all winter for content just <laughs> to get you through. But there's nothing wrong with that. I was I was ecstatic to be putting out content as much as I was because really I was going to take a break. I was going to yeah, try to take a break. Not on my watch. <laughs> I was going to say, not on Scott's yeah. watch. Apparently. <laughs> Scott, do you want, like, I'm going to, I'll, I'll once you get these all DVDs and stuff filed up here, I'll, I'll send you all of them. All okay. Right. All right. I'll study them all. I, hey, listen, after the last race, last week, I, so the fans are allowed to come over after, and most of your listeners know that. Um, I should have asked the little boy's name, but uh, I was loading my car in the trailer and I almost pulled it back off the trailer to show him. And I, I hear you. It's the young ones. The reason I'm into this is when, when I would watch with my dad and my brother, they'd open up that gate and I couldn't wait to get over to see the cars. And that's, that's where I find fans fall in love with it. And I was that kid that I just wanted to feel the dents on the fender. And I don't know, I, I can't explain it, but I didn't want to see a brand new race car. I wanted to see the dents, and the bangs and the scrapes. And it's like, it tells a story. And I, 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 I fell in love with it. I, I was probably three years old, four years old. So there's a, there's a, 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 a boy and his dad, I, I should have asked their names. He was young, but he was like, 
telling me about what how he would paint his car and you know i love that and i get the demographic you're going after and that's what we need to do is find the junior racers um and when they're in the pits entertain them absolutely you know let them touch the cars let them see them um, i parked my car car star in cambridge last week just you know let people see these things they're they are cool looking cars and and they're fan favorites a lot of times the way they look and uh yeah we, we need to, we need to get out there a little more and i'm i'm trying i'm only new in this we'll, we'll see what We'll see what the next few years will bring, but I'll do my best. Actually, that kind of funny because Megan and I were just briefly talking about it uh, before we brought you in. Um, you know, those mom markets that are out there, like mom, mom markets. Mar- I, don't, I don't know what they call that. There's like a company that's like called mom and it's just, you know, people who do like at home crafts and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. they take it to places and sell them. Well, my friend runs one up in Orangeville. And she has one actually in Erin. She's actually invited myself out to set up a booth. And I'm thinking, and you know, I was like, oh yeah, like I'll do it. Like I'll, I'll think about it. Cause like the past couple weeks have been really crazy for me. So it's like, well, I'm like, I can't plan it. And, but you're right though. We one, we need to get out there. I'm thinking like, I was talking with uh, Jacqueline and I'm on my way home and I'm like, you know, I think that's actually a good idea. You know, one, it's exactly the, the way I want to get going. Yeah. And as much as yes, my content doesn't really go towards the people who attend those markets. But if we get a car like yours or Jay's or, um, or any of the pure stock guys or the mini stock guys we work with, or the super stocks, if they can bring their car out for, was it f- uh, five hours on a Sunday? Shoo, bring, you know, bring out your merch, sell some merch. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that maybe, I was saying to Megan, I'm like, I think it's going to be a really good thing here. We might be, uh, we might be planning here from Toronto media. So Taylor, if you're listening, we're, we're, we're planning on coming. I just got to sit down one night and uh, figure out how I'm going to do it. That's all. I mean, no days. If you're looking for cars, I mean, I, I can trailer mine down somewhere. I said, yep. I don't mind helping out. So. Well, it's just over in Erin. So it's not too far from me. No, so. it's only about 40 minutes away from you. So yeah, yeah no, I don't mind at all. But yeah, once I, once I figure out and talk to some more people and cause I want to do it either once a month or every other week. And then that way it draws people out. You're right though. We need those, that younger demographic. We need the people that actually get up close to see the cars. We need, that's what we need though. A lot of times these cars, they seem unattainable. Um, Absolutely. I, you know, I, I was fortunate on how I got into this club. Um, I was honestly, I, well, I have a Harley that I don't ride much. I was going to sell my Harley and my pure stock and buy it. So it wasn't, this just, this just worked out better. So, um, I, but I get it, but I wish I had an open trailer still for it. Cause I, I, when I drove it with Dale Lucas's open trailer, everybody on the road staring at it, like these things draw, draw your attention. You can't not love these cars. So, I mean, the more we can show them, get people in love with them. I'll do my best. I want to see this club grow. I got an idea for your open trailer. What's that? Cut mine open? <laughs> no, no, no. But wrap it. Have you have you but put a wrap on it and show the car on the side? I thought about that. And then you got to put on the tailgate. This is follow me to Flamborough Speedway. They used to do that. They used to do that back. Uh, yeah. Then. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I have no problem doing that. Um, if if anyone's out there that's a, a graphic person, um, the, the wrap is about the same price as my trailer, but um, I think it's a great idea. I mean, if it was economical, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, this is my first season in it. So funds are 
funds are going towards hey, the efforts. Absolutely. That's that's an off-season thing. Don't even worry about it. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you got next for me, Meg? I've been preparing all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about your merch. Give you that opportunity. I don't know if you're still my merch, taking you know orders for that. I can absolutely talk about it. Um, I'm going to probably butcher Shelby's last name because anyway, long <laughs> short, um, I don't make a dime off merch. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys that I'm so new in it. I wouldn't, I didn't think anybody in the world would want my merch other than maybe my family or whatever. And, and I, I didn't do it for a, a, a rev, revenue generating stream, but I saw I, the, the Kenny's had a decal done by, by Shelby. I asked Mike Kenny and I said, or Michael, sorry you know, who did that? So I'm going to have to check my Facebook here, what Shelby's name is, or last name, but she does an absolute incredible drawing or rendering of my car. And I'm like, I fell in love with it. So I just, I was just trying to get the drawing and she goes, do you need some shirts and hats? And like, you do that stuff. So I am putting together an order. Um, like I said, I, I honestly, it's the dead cost of it. Um, maybe one day, maybe if I can make a name for myself or, or, be, you know, be one of the TJ Marshalls or pod, or I could go, you know, you want me, you want me to list all top 15 of the, the guys in the club. And then if I could be one of them, I, maybe, maybe, maybe I'd consider, but uh, I did, I did it for dead cause seeing, seeing my name on someone's shirt in the pits is unreal. Um, like I said, as a fan, as a kid growing up and then seeing my name out there, it's like, wow, this is uh, this is something special and I love it. And I, I don't do it for the money. I do it for the love. So, but yeah, Shelby, uh, sorry, Shelby. I wasn't prepared for this. If you're listening, um, I gotta look it up. But Shelby, Shelby's done a lot for me. I've asked her a billion questions. Like I did with Jonathan. But uh, anybody who wants a shirt, hat, beer cozy, um, sweater, uh, yeah, I'm making some. The logo looks great. PM me. I'll, I'll absolutely show you what it looks like, and I can show you her price list. Like I said, I, I don't make a dime. So you want to support the club and support my name? I, I don't need to make money from that absolutely i know i already put my order in i appreciate that i was <laughs> gonna say both of us have orders in already so both yes yeah I I mean, I, I, even fellow competitor even last year i mean megan was wearing my shirt last year and, and that's that's kind of surreal as a racer and then you know that's that's what i do it for is the the race atmosphere there saturday nights at the track i absolutely love it um mm-hmm. i just sit there i talk a lot but at the track i well except after the race but i'm just i'm in my zone i love it Actually, going to go back to the merch real quick. Yeah, I, I need to talk to you after there, Scott, because I need to make another slight order to that. Come on now. Because I, I, I think I need to add to my collection of hats here. I like it. And I think a nice Scott Tonelli one would look good up there. It would, actually. It would. So you can count me in on a hat. That's for damn sure. It looked better on your head than mine. You're no. not wrong. Maybe that's what I might do. <laughs> I'm honest, man. I collect wearing hats. Does she make stickers too? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. So I, I asked. I, I didn't ask what color, size. Um, like I said, Michael Kenny had one on the back of his truck, and I saw it one day. I'm like, "Where did you get that?" So when we when we kind of became friends there, and I, I asked him, he said Shelby. And, oh yeah, because she uh, was it. The Kennys have the the holographic style one, or the yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked really good. Um, so I can't. I can't even take. I can't even take credit for the idea. I just saw it, and I'm like, that is fantastic. I just asked her if she could switch my number and invert the car the other way, just so it was slightly different. But yeah, no, she did an incredible job with that. Uh, yeah, I saw that sticker once. I'm like, I'm in love with that design. So um, 
I felt bad. Megan's sister, Rachel's making my hero cards and she was making one for me. And I, I, I honestly didn't even, I don't think I totally gave her a chance to finish it. Cause once I saw a shell, I'm like, Oh man, I, 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 I can't get two people to do it to compete. So, I mean, Rachel's been really mm. good. Hero cards are coming soon. You should see Rachel's design on that. They're great. Now I need to see one soon. When, <laughs> when, when, when's a, when is it? When is the night? Oh, is that yeah. the 25th? Uh, I think it's, it's either the 11th or the 25th. I would have to ask you guys. I just drive. <laughs> I'm just, I'm your typical man. I don't know. I just shut up and drive. Okay, you guys continue like talking. I'm going to look it up here. All right. I think it's later in June. But um. So John Carley from Georgetown Printing is, is making them. Uh, Megan's sister, Rachel, did a great job of, of the design. Um, I just kind of gave some ideas and let her go with it. And, and, and it, it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. Um, I can't wait for fan night. Like I said, the kids that come out, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the kids come over. I don't care if they're cheering for my car or all of them. Um, mm-hmm. as long as you're there showing up, that's all that matters to me, but they want to come over and talk about the car, sit in it, touch it. That's like I said, when I was a kid, that's what meant something to me. And that's why I'm there at the track now, but, um, come on down, check it out and, uh, get yourself a card. And by the way, to everyone that's listening, meet the driver's night at Flamborough Speedway is Saturday, June 25th and is going to be featuring pro late models, Canadian modifies super stocks mini stocks and pure stocks gates op- pit gates open at four fitting gates open at five and racing gets underway at 6 30 wow just a flyover speedway call me up if you need an ad or you're just gonna play there you go, right? <laughs> i got a face for radio let's do this <laughs> well i know what night i'll be there <laughs> scott you done i'm like that's, <laughs> that's, that's my life so if you have a face for radio what the heck do i have the face for a helmet. <laughs> I, you know what? I do look better behind a helmet. I will admit that. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a true story. Mom, oh, if you're man. listening, I don't believe you, mother. Thank you for the kind comments. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Anyone who's met me, I, you know what? I like, I like to bring, I, I like to bring a bit of humor into everything I do. Um, if we can't laugh at ourselves, who can we laugh at? So. Absolutely. I mean, I, I thought that all, all last year, all this year, we need more drivers like Scott because, I mean, he's one of the only drivers that we, my team had last year to rely on to be buddies within the pits and, you know, just have fun, laugh about it. And that's what the, or what the sport needs. That's what everyone when I lack in talent, I try to make up in humor. So, <laughs> so honorable mention or you know, Mr. Congeniality. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going for. If there's a trophy for that, I would, I would, I, w- I would try and go for it. But no, listen, I love it. Um, I, like I said, Meg, your your team last year was a big part of getting to where I was. You know, I finished fourth in the pure stock, second for rookie of the year. It it, it had its challenges. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, I don't know, there was probably 51 times I had tough times on the track. And you know what? Here we are. Absolutely. And I mean, it's like that in every division. There's always going to be your 
So far, the CVMs, if I can talk about it, those guys have been great. Yeah. And, and I know there's no ladies. I'm sure uh, uh, Casey Stoner, I believe, is the only. I Amanda raised. Stoner. Amanda, Amanda Stoner. Sorry. My bad. I haven't, I've, I know the names. I, I just, I know the cars. I just haven't got to meet them. They haven't come out this year. But uh, when I say the guys are racing, I know there's ladies that race in this class too. But um, unreal, uh, welcoming, help. I can't say enough about them. There hasn't been anybody in the club that has tried to trip me up, spin me out, do anything ill towards me other than welcome me with open arms. And the, and the club atmosphere is unreal. I absolutely love this class. I came home last night and I, my, my friends are out at a fire here. I'm at my trailer, but uh, how was the race? I'm like, it was, it was wicked. Loved it. So they were here, you know, last year for after the pure stock. And there was a lot of times I come home and just kind of disheveled and, and frustrated. Cause I, I just want to race. I just want to meet people race. Yes. We're competitive, but I'm not, I, I had some bad incidents, but I, I didn't try to wreck anybody. But uh, like I said, in the, the modifieds right now, nobody wants to spin you. Nobody wants to hit you. Um, I'm loving TJ Marshall right now. That, that, that guy's, uh, that guy's unreal. Um, he gave me my first shove last week and he came in, he came into the pits after and he's like, uh, hold your line. I'm like, okay, thank you. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, thanks for shoving me. And he looked at me. He's like, what? I'm like, thank you. And he goes, why are you thinking? Like, I need to know what this stuff feels like. I need to know. I need to hear this, right? It's, it's, it's one thing for these veterans to know all this stuff and see a rookie come out there and make a mistake or what they perceive as a mistake, where to me, it's not a mistake. I'm just driving. I'm told to drive my line, drive my line. You know, and he comes up, he shoves you out of the way. And, and, and I learned from that. And I love that. I, I put a bumper cam last weekend. I got my, thanks to Jonathan, I got my part numbers for my GoPro, my GoPro <laughs> mounts. But no, and listen, that's racing. And, and I want to know the true form of racing, what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. And if, if these veterans don't share that information, I mean, it's a, it's a dying art and uh, I'm fortunate. Yeah. Uh, Randy Marshall and, and Jim Swears have been great too. So I love parking beside those guys. Um, they tells me that the straight goods and that's, that's what more, more guys need to do. Some of you veterans, you guys are, you guys are incredible and guys like me could absolutely learn from you in Jonathan's videos. So. Here we are. <laughs> you want me to keep, I can keep talking. You guys want me to talk? I'll talk. <laughs> I just thought I have any more questions. <laughs> I ran through. <laughs> so I want to jump in here then for a second. Cause I, the one thing I want to talk about is I want to, first of all, congratulations on your fifth place last name. Thank you. But first things first, I got to talk to you about. You are very, very, very ballsy, my friend, for leaving on a rear bumper GoPro cam on your <laughs> car during the feature. Why is that? Very ballsy. Because I see how those guys race. I, there's a reason why I only put the bumper cam on in practice. Because I've seen how some of those guys race. And I do not trust my GoPro on the bumper of a car in a race. <laughs> Fair enough. I will put it in car. If I, if I, whenever I come across a secondary one where I can put it backwards to help again, paint the whole picture. Yep. It still ain't going on the bumper. It's going to go on the roll bar that faces out the back. So that way it is still <laughs> in one piece when it's done. The only way they're wrecking the GoPro is if it, if someone somehow manages to flip the car and somehow drive in there. I, <laughs> I thought about that. Uh, the reason I do the bumper cam, um, like last year, Rodney Rutherford, the guy's a stud behind the wheel. 
um, I watch when they come up to pass me. You know, my, my, my pride's not too big to know that I'm not the best driver in the world. I believe I have some ability, but I have a lot to learn. And when, when guys set you up to pass you, they, it, it usually happens a couple turns before they actually do it. So I do, I do watch my GoPro videos. I study it. I study how they get around me and I, I use that to make myself better. So I know GoPros aren't cheap and I, I'm not, I don't like throwing my money away, but that's some invaluable information for me. And I do use that information for that reason. I, I like to watch how the, I hate to say it, I like to watch guys pass me, but when you, <laughs> when you figure out how they pass you, I can work on that and figure out how to pass them one day when I get a little better. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I caught some wicked footage this past weekend too. Yeah, you see some stuff. Watching right? that. Oh. Poor Joe and the rest of the, I, I felt the bump. I mean, I put it up on social today and I remember driving and that was the first time I've got hit. And I'm like, oh, and uh, the only thing I thought in my head after was I didn't know until I came around that that, that there was a problem um, with the other cars. And I hate seeing cars spin out and, and especially if I'm a part of it. But um, I'm like, is my tire OK? I'm, more like, I'm like, I couldn't tell when we we're under the yellow. So we went green and I put my foot in the floor and like, it's either going to make it or it's not. So <laughs> full send and we'll see how we go. But um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I was glad to see most of them. I think it was only Quentin, if I'm correct. Quentin was the only one that pulled off. He had a broken brake line. Yeah. I, I hate to see that. I want to race with everybody out there, but uh, I'm glad to see everybody else to make it. But like I said, look look, look at TJ. I think he he veed in a rim off uh, off Ricky Williger's Nerf bars, and he still comes around me. Like that, yeah. guy, that guy's a stud. If anyone's ever seen TJ race, that guy is just – he puts in the effort and the time to perfect his, his, his craft. Like he's not going to go into something and half acid. He is going to, he's going to understand everything. And I think, cause I know he has an Oscar modified ready to go. Yeah. And I think he's still laying down laps. So that way when he goes out there to go race with those boys as well, he is going to be ultra competitive. He's a tactician. Oh yeah, he, he absolutely studies it. Um, part of the reason I park beside certain guys, and not to discredit other people, I'm not parking beside. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm doing. But um, you watch them in the pits, and you watch them. It, he, you know, mo- some of the guys like even me, I come out, I check my tire pressures, put fuel in it, and go, oh, ready for the next one. He's taking stuff apart. He's measuring stuff. He's adjust- like he's always he's running laps I would dream to run, and those aren't good enough for him. And I love that. I love that, that drive and that ability and just watching them and watching it. You don't know everything they do, but watching it is, is infectious. So yeah, I like watching. Them. You can definitely learn, learn a lot that way. Like, I mean, that's, it's kind of what yeah. we did setting ourselves up before we even had a car. We walked through the pits, talked to everybody and mainly Leo <laughs> tried to find information. There's people that'll talk. There's people that won't, there's people that'll show you and there's, people that won't but that's yeah. like in anything right it is a competition so i get it mm-hmm. definitely yeah leo's a great guy he said there's a lot of people in the pure stocks that I, I i would still continue to talk to for probably the rest of my life um just good good honest people um like i said the mcr racing team like all of these have been great like i said for a guy coming into this with no experience no nothing I, even my pit shane one of the best mechanics i've ever met in my life none of us neither him or i have the experience to set up a car so we went in there blind and just, you know, wing it. But if it wasn't for teams like you guys, I, I mean, I would have, I would have struggled a lot, a lot more. So, I mean, I was, I was going to ask, you know, what did you prefer? The pure stocks or the CVM? So I think it's 
quite obvious that the hands down it's a CVM. Um, I want to I want to try them all. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I watched late models last night, and, and you look at J.R. Fitzpatrick, like uh, Steckley, like oh my god, I, I'm still a fan. I sat I sat in the stands last night and I watched these guys, and I'm still in awe. I, I'm absolutely a race fan. Um, there's there's other names out there, um, but I, I I would love to pilot any one of those cars out there. And, and unfortunately I don't have the background. I don't have the experience to, to tell a team like that. I could buy us to get behind the wheel. This is what the car needs. I almost need somebody that has that experience to go, you know, what's the car doing? I can tell you it's, it's loose and loose off, but then no, I need somebody that knows what to adjust to correct that. And I'm, I, that's, that's experience that you can't buy. So I'm, I'm still at that stage. I'm, I'm fortunate for the marshals and, and, and Jim Swears to, Jim built the car, which is a very cool story. And uh, to bring this full circle and to bring it back to his, his, uh, the place where it was born and to have uh, Swears beside me to see the car doing what, what, what I'm doing in it right now. And um, I'm feeding off that energy and it's driving me to be better. So, but uh, I, I just need, I, like I said, I need guys like that that know what they're doing with the car. I, I can turn the wheel and I can push the gas pedal, but I need somebody with that experience to, to get me to that next level. Definitely, yeah. I, I want to take a quick second here. I want to jump in for one second because it you as soon as you said it, it clicked in my mind. All I'm thinking is Days of Thunder, you need your hairy hide to your yeah. cold trickle. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> I reference that all the time. It, oh. Yeah. oh man, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mine too. My son and I sit and watch it and we, we send each other clips um, from that movie. And <laughs> Listen, that's absolutely me. I I know enough to kind of get me by, but I definitely don't. I, I definitely don't have that experience. Um, you know, but I, I talk to, to Randy Marshall a lot and I tell him what it's doing in gym and, and they give me little, you know, they, they give me ideas of what I need to adjust, but I, I do not possess that. And I'm, I'm, I'm humble to those who help. And, and I'm, I'm absolutely in awe for those guys that just like TJ Marshall, like, they come off the track. He feels it behind the wheel and he makes an adjustment. I'm like, that is incredible to me. That that's a skill. And like I said, that's not something you buy. That's, that's years and years and years of, of bending up cars and, and learning the hard way. And, and for me to think that I, I have access to some of that information with such little time there, I'm absolutely humble. It's definitely a good, good club. Like, I mean, the more and more I see you post about it and go out there, I'm like, dang, that that would be real cool. I, I, feel like I that know a couple of cars for sale there, man. <laughs> there you go. I know a few cars for sale. Come I want like these cars out there. That's I, I want to race against them all. There, there's there's a ton of great cars that are just sitting. You know, Chad T's got a couple of them across in the state side that are uh, not too badly priced on the American dollar. Like there's still about probably about five grand Canadian or so. So I mean, that's not bad because like some people charge up for a pure stock nowadays. Right. So it, I would be okay with paying that for a vintage modified. I I think his the closest one that's to race ready he's wanting seventy five hundred for if he hasn't already sold it. So that's probably about ten grand Canadian. But still, like the one that needs a little bit of loving, five grand. You know, the other one that I think everything's there. It just needs to be put together. The excitement factor, that's cheap. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. These things are a blast. 
I mean, I, I like watching the, like, I, when I'm not at the track, I'm watching race monitor. And that first night I'm sitting there looking at the times and I'm like, yeah, dad, dad, do you see how fast these guys are going? Like, oh my God. Like that, that would be an adrenaline rush. Like just, wow. I don't last, last fall when I got this car, I, I was, I, I was excited to dip into the 17s. I was low 18s, high 17s. You know, we get to the track this year. I mean, every time you get a 10th or, or two tenths, it, it feels that much more. Like these things are an absolute blast. Um, I still have a ways to go. Um, I, I hit a 16.7. I got to get down to the fives and fours like these other guys. But I mean, like I said, I, that's experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll get there. I'll get there one day with help. Hey. You know, Randy Marshall and the boys, Jim Sears and, and TJ. I will, I will get there, but uh, it's going to take me some time. But I'm, I'm, I study everything. Um, I, I, I like my learning curve to be short, but to, to expect to go out there and, and rub elbows with some of these guys in the front of the pack, you know, right off the hop, you know, humble yourself. There's, there's, there's some phenoms out there. You know, look at Quentin last year. That kid's right. He's fast. He is fast. And there's some practices I have people tell me, why'd you pull over? Why'd you let them pass? I'm like, I want to follow them. And mm-hmm. I can't. I still can't. You know, so stay humble. But Meg, if you can get yourself one of these cars, do it. I absolutely recommend it. Yeah, it's 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 an experience. Matt, it's, it's definitely more and more tempting. It's something I've thought about in the past. And now Let's it's getting more serious. Come on. Something I- like, yeah. I was at the driver's meeting the other day and, and Jay Pep and the other rookie and, and Jay's a great guy. I like him a lot. Um, he had an issue with one of his bushings in his, in his kingpin. And I see Randy Marshall running by. He's got a, he's got a knuckle in his hand. He's got a, he's got a pin and a bushing. Randy's over there putting together a front end for him. We're in the driver's meeting. Like, I don't I'm not used to that, but I loved seeing that. That was great. I looked over and I just smiled at him. I'm like, this is, this is fantastic. Another competitor, they're helping another competitor get out on the track. Um, what can, what more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. You know, guys who want to race against the best of each, each other each, every night. That to me, that's, that's great competition. Okay. I just need to step up my game and bring them some competition. Oh, I'm confident you will. Well, I mean, you already showed them something on Saturday yeah. there. Come on, man. You I, were I running. found some speed. I, I like were... to stay humble, uh, but I found some uh, speed. I'd say so. I was going to say, Scott's like, very humble, but like, I will be one to sit here and say that, like, yeah, he's an incredible driver and thank you. Watch, watch out in near the, future because he's, he's coming. The, the two people I was so shocked at that made really, really good runs one was Steve Murdoch, mm-hmm. and the second one was Scott because Scott, you, ha- you were in a line of four cars and you were the last car. And you were still keeping pace with Mike Pod and Rodney Rutherford. Like that's cool to hear. Uh, yeah, and and you know, we had Steve Steve leading that train, and of course, yes, when TJ you, you and I talked about it that night when TJ got to you, you knew to kind of let him go because he'll he'll make the moves he needs to do. But still, you were in that line for ten to fifteen laps, holding your own, just. I'm I was I'm standing there I'm like man if TJ doesn't catch him like I'm like I'm going to be jumping I get watching Steve finish you know win was a huge thing and of course you running the best race this year like 
and we're only three races in. We're only three nights in. And we got a week off. I can't wait to see what happens in our stretch of four here, or five, four, four races we got coming up here. That was my fifth time behind the wheel in this car. So not, not to put that out there, but you know hey. what? I, I like to show growth every week. Give me, give me five more times behind the wheel. We'll see what happens. So I'm afraid now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It, listen, uh, if it wasn't for the help of the other teams, it's, it's not, you know, you can have all the ability in the world. If you don't have a car that can't turn left, I mean, it, you'd struggle, but the team have been really good at like their club. Sorry. have been really good at uh, assisting me to get there. And I'm, I'm fortunate of their help. Um, cause it, this would have taken me years to get to this point. So no, nope, we're down to, like I said, we're down to the 16 sevens. I gotta, I gotta drop a couple more tenths. I think I just need to grow a pair and throw it a little harder in the corner. And that was the biggest thing. Like I, I don't have the speed of the V8s or the, the grunt. Uh, I, I watched it last week. I got to start on the pole beside Steve who ran a great race. I, I was happy to see him do that. But I mean, he, him and Mike pod freight trained me going into the first corner. I'm like, okay, all right. I got to carry more speed. And, I just got to forget the brake pedals there and, and just trust the car is going to do what it's going to do. And if it wasn't for Shane McKenna, my buddy, and, and, and like I said, uh, TJ, Randy, and, and Jim Swears to kind of give me that confidence that the car will do what it needs to do going in the corner. You know, I'm, I'm just cold trickle, man. Shut up and, you know, <laughs> go, go high and turn four. It will hold, you know? <laughs> so yeah, if it wasn't for those guys kind of helped me with the confidence of that, and, and, in practice, I do, I do pull over. If if anybody saw it, I, I literally pulled out on the track and I pulled to the left and I, I, I told my friend to tell Quentin to, to go around me I'm like, why? And I say, I need to follow him. So Quentin and, and TJ Marshall have been a, um, a big part of where my breaking points are and where I turn in and, and my lines. So, and I, I do study that. It's a big part of it. I don't think some people realize that it's, it is it's a lot of studying and the fact that you go to that extent and you will let people go by you just to study what they do watch those videos so intensely like it's you can see that it's it's working for you like it's helping out thank you i saw tj coming. i wanted to stay ahead of him i mean i'd love to have the accolade to say i finished a race ahead ahead of tj or any of the i mean pretty much all the club I, i'm excited to finish in front of any of them but uh I, I'm not going for a championship this year. Like I let's, let's be honest, but TJ would, I mean, that, that guy, he's won many. So for me to hold him up for the sake of just driving wide or whatever, that's not my style. Um, but I let him, sorry, he got around me. I will not say I let him, um, but no, I, I saw, I saw him come. He asked me after the race. He's like, uh, did you give me that spot? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> right. I just, Hey, if I can lock onto his bumper and stay with him and, and I was running some good laps. So if I could pick up a few more tips and tricks on, on what he does. And like I said, driving line and, and breaking point stuff, it's huge. And these cars are fast. So, uh, yeah, I, I, and I think he won overall, Jonathan, am I correct? I saw the trophy on his car. Uh, yeah. TJ will got overall last night, you know, and I look at it as if I held him up and he didn't get it, shame on me. And, and, I know when I'm holding somebody up or I know when they need to race me. And I, I knew, I, I know I don't have what TJ has right now. So um, I took that as a learning curve. I'm still lucky to let him have the spot and uh, I'll try and lock onto his bumper and, and follow him as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Actually funny you say that. Cause now thinking about it, it was actually going to be between uh, TJ and Rodney. Then essentially if TJ didn't get by you, it was going to be a, t- a tie between the two of them, I think. 
Sorry, Rodney. That's for the 18 laps I let you <laughs> train me. <laughs> Didn't know it at the time, but full circle. <laughs> uh, Rod, Rodney's a heck of a driver. Um, I have a lot of respect for him, too. It doesn't matter what you put that guy behind. He he drives it like dirt, enduro, freaking <laughs> everything. You can put him in a power wheels. He'd still drive around me. Oh. <laughs> he, he'd find a way to make those two tents up on you. I know he he has he has some great ability too. So no, yeah, Rodney's Rodney's good. I like him. But yeah, no. For the, the reference I made, I, I I had one great great night, and I, I led I think about eighteen laps, and I I watched that was one GoPro video that I learned a lot from. And watching Rodney set me up, but um, he got around me clean. Um, I've never been door to door with Rodney where I ever felt concerned that he was there, and he passed me clean, and then like pulled about three cars on me in about a lap. So I mean that that guy's a uh, that guy's an animal behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So TJ and his team, they said a little bit strategic. If they're listening, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I would, I, I would require some more of their help this year to, to get me that next level. I'm fortunate of it. And like I said, for me to hold them up for championship points for the sake of just having that one accolade, say I beat TJ once. Um, it, it's not a win to me. If I hold somebody up, I want I want to win fair and square. So uh, yeah, I saw him coming. Sorry, Ricky, I saw you coming too, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold this one. Uh, <laughs> I listen. I, I like both those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I saw both of them in my mirror, but um, Ricky won the first feature. Like you know, I'm going to hold my line and see what see what happens. So, but uh, Ricky came up on me a few times. I was fortunate to stay ahead of him and, and finish a fifth. So that was my goal f- for this season. If I could ever hit a top five, um, I think I did well. So, I mean, we're three races in. We'll see what the rest of the year brings. Definitely. I, I think it's got a lot to hold, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm not being biased or anything, but, like, I just, you know, it's there. Next goal is top three. I never pick timelines of when to do it. I just pick a goal, and when I hit it, I, I move on to the next one. So my next mm-hmm. goal is to put a, hit a top three so I can get one of Jonathan's posts with my car there and, you know, as one of the top three cars. And then eventually, you know, I, I wouldn't mind Jonathan putting a trophy on the top of my car and asking me, you know, how's it feel to be over overall winner? And that, that's down the road, whatever, however long that takes, but I, I'm going to keep pushing until I get there. I think that'll be more sooner than later. I'm thinking the same thing after those performance we saw on Saturday yeah. there. So who knows? Maybe one day. Hey, we still have 11 races for this year. There's no telling what could happen. Nope. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I keep pushing. So, all right. What do you guys say we uh, wrap this up with our fan question period? I'm good with that. I'm just shocked you say fans. I mean, as <laughs> people know who I am. Well, that, that's the name of the segment. And of course, it's just. <laughs> A lot of it's just random drivers. We just had random people like put in something like why? Like there's so many times I'm just looking at something like why why is this even in here? Like the well, like my questions, Dale Millard. <laughs> oh, sh- my my favorite my favorite one so far is Rob Pritchett asking uh, Connor Ross which corner he likes to crash in most. Eh. <laughs> that one that one caught me up when I heard that, when I read that one. I'm like, all right, you know what? Some humility is fun. Absolutely. I think the one who's gotten the most Oh, it's between two of them. Wally Wilson is one. 
And then the other is uh, Ray Morneau. We had a few of them more or less ask about his sister's goodies uh, from Dana's desserts. Yeah, yeah. Then we really did about having Ray on. So, <laughs> but a lot of them are just racers. So like it's 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 fun questions and yep, yeah. Sometimes they're just they're just fun to ask. So we got three of them for you. Are you ready to answer them? Always. Actually, I didn't even do my whole little thing. So anyway, guys, we're moving to our fan question period here. Each week we honor social media. We post about who our guest is, and uh, we look for your fan questions. This week, we got three of them, so make sure you guys... Uh, yeah, well, that's on the end. Uh, <laughs> we got three questions this week. Uh, Scott, are you ready to answer them? Absolutely. All right, man. First one up is from Rob Twitchit. What was the hardest adjustment moving up from Pure Stock to CVM? Uh, the breaking and cornering. Um, the Pure Stock do not turn while mine didn't. You know, you know the the one, the one year I set it up, uh, getting used to the getting into the corner, getting my lines a little different, my breaking points are different. I was breaking too soon, um, so adjusting to the the actual ability of these cars that that's the hardest thing I um, that I would have to say. If it wasn't for the rest of the club, I, I'm still I'm sh- I'm sure I'm still be struggling with it. But uh, that yeah. These, these things are, if you only went from peers like my lineage, peer stock to CVMs, yeah, you, you're coming towards that wall pretty darn quick and it's getting quicker and you're like, your, your natural reaction is I need to break and turn now, but the racer in you goes, yeah, I got I to gotta keep my foot on that gas. So that, that's the hardest thing I had to wrap my head around. I kind of started figuring out last, last, last night in the, the fifth, I said, following some of these guys, I'm like, oh my God, they, they hold the gas till this point. This is nuts. But then when you do it a couple of times, you're like, all right, it's not so bad. But uh, yeah, that, that, that was the first one I had to get over. All right. Our second question is also from Rob Twitchit. Like when you're Rob. six, huh? I like Rob. Uh, who doesn't love Twitch? Right. Uh, he goes, when your six cylinder goes, will you build another one or will you switch to the crate? Ooh. Um, I'm probably going to go crate. Um, if anyone knows my driving style, I'm not that finesseful. Is that a word? That's you know we're gonna make it a word. So we're gonna make it a word. No, it, it, listen. Um, I, I like my muscle. I like my brute force. I like my tour. I like my power. I'm not used to. I'm I'm not that great of a racer where I'm really good at carrying my speed. Even my motocross, I know I had to carry my speed. I was more of just give me the power, and I, I'll adjust to the power. But I I'll probably go V8. That's my. That's what my head's telling me I need to do. You know I got stuff like. Uh, clots and them saying no I'll stick to the sixes and I get, I get why you look at Michael Pod oh my god like that guy is that guy's got that thing wound Dude, out now he oh he's yeah he's and I, I I love the sound of the sixes but my my heart has always been V8 rear wheel drive um so I'll probably go that route we'll see <laughs> well listen I, I can be swayed either way but uh, oh, I love yeah. the sound of my car now <laughs> Um, I wish I had a bit more grunt, um, but then I'm sure engine builders are looking on. I wish you could drive better too. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's both sides of that one, but yeah. Uh, if you had to ask me right now, if I had to flip a coin and money was no option, um, I'd probably go with the eight. That's understandable. And our last one comes to us from Connor Ross. What do you like the most about running a vintage modified? People, uh, hands down the club. Um, fans like the people on all sides uh even my first night out i had people i've never met come by going oh, i love these cars they're my favorite i've always watched them i love the history 
Um, pure stock, I mean, I, I took a car off the lot and, and put it. So there is no lineage, no history. But uh, um, Jim Swears came to me the other night. And he's like, you have to win rookie of the year. I'm like, well, there's no pressure. <laughs> I, I think he said it was Doc Roper. Don't quote me on, on, on the name. But I guess whoever he bought the car off of won rookie of the year. And when, when Swears bought it, he got rookie of the year. And he's like, you got to do it. I love, I love, uh, Mike Pod gave me some pictures back in the late seventies, early eighties of this car. And I, I, I love the, but everybody who comes up and talks and looks at it, like I said, if I park the car somewhere, they're talking to me about it. So you kind of feel like a little bit of a, a little bit of a celebrity having one of these cars, even though I'm not, but the cars speak for themselves. And, uh, I would love if anybody, I know there's probably no way, but imagine getting the VIN of that car and going through the DMV and finding out the, the history like my car's a 1933. Think of how many stories that car could tell. The pure stocks couldn't do that. But these things, I mean, they, they, it's cool. I, I would love to hear who owned it. And I've, I've done a lot of that. Mike Pods has helped. But uh, yeah, the people is what I love the most. Talking about it, looking at it. The kids that come around. I had one or two talk about my pure stock. But this thing, it's almost like every night somebody comes down. So I, I, I love that part of it. I got one question, my infamous question, because I just, I like to know this. Where is there a reason or like a, I don't know, I guess a reason for the number 14? Like, is there a story behind it or a reason why you chose it? Um, kind of. Uh, so my dad, so it was a hockey number back in the day. Um, so my brother and I were pretty close in age. My my second cousin was John Tonelli. He played for the, the Islanders. And... Uh, Every other year, I was not allowed to have 27 because my brother was bigger than me and he was bigger. So he got it. But uh, I, I just went with my dad's number in hockey. So it was kind of a family number growing up. Um, when Hotmail came out, Tonelli 14, like, I mean, I, I used 14 on everything. So 14 has been my, when I couldn't be John Tonelli, because, you know, I was going to follow his footsteps at, you know, five foot three and a hundred pounds. But um no, that's there's no there's no great other than it was just my hockey number growing up. It's always been my backup number. Then I, I gave up probably when I was about ten to twelve years old. I'm like, my brother can just have it. I'll just stay with fourteen, and then I just stuck with it. And it's just a number I like. I thought I was going to lose it to uh, uh, Jared Morphy. I know he was a fourteen a little while ago. So when I asked John Carley if I could have it, he had to go double check with someone. I'm like, I can't race in a class where I can't be fourteen. So, you know. <laughs> But no, it, it worked out well. I, I like the number and, and uh, I appreciate that question. But yeah, 14 is just, it's been my number my whole life. Nice. I always like hearing that because I know a lot of people have different reasonings and stories behind why they chose certain numbers. Some of them are just more like, go ahead, roll the dice. And, you know. Well, let me throw it back. I think 73 was your dad's number, if I, yeah. if I know correctly. <laughs> but is where, where did that get it from? Ken oh. Reimer. There Kenny. you go. Yeah. yeah that that goes way back too so so i mean it's like i, I knew the whole story behind my number and why i i refused to use any other number and i'm like i'm sure other people have a reasoning too so it's i like asking the question we all have our reasons right mm -hmm. absolutely well scott it's been fun chatting with you for the last uh last little bit here we're gonna definitely have to bring you back on because i feel like we missed a whole lot but we're going to have to get you back on to talk to you about your earlier days, uh, your motorcycle, uh, your dirt biking, and, and of course, your uh, uh, drag racing stuff with your car. We got to talk more about that next time. 
but we're gonna we're, we're for sure gonna bring you back on that, that we missed a whole lot but we talked about so much and i'm glad we missed a lot of it so that way we have a reason to bring you back on so who knows maybe next time he'll have that win under his belt and we can talk about that like exactly working on it i worked on it. <laughs> you never know all right Scott. you guys having me this has been fun thank you so much man well you have yourself a good night all right thank you you too have a great night guys bye now all right bye that was the driver the number 14 young drivers canadian modify that was scott tonelli we want to thank scott for jumping on with us as we do all our guests each and every week uh megan what, what did you think of that that was awesome i mean i became pretty good friends with scott last year through pure stocks and lift the visor and everything so it was really cool to talk to him and i feel like he really sold me on the cbms like it's something that I've definitely been growing an interest in. The and I haven't? <laughs> like, am I just you chopped liver have, now? Like, what? You definitely have, but, like, I feel like that was, like, the cherry on top. I was like, oh. Okay, so I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, but I would give pure stock for that. First of all, I want to say how proud I am of you. Um, oh, last since essentially last week i told you that you were going to be the lead interviewer on uh the lead host essentially uh through for your interview to talk to scott and i i want to tell you right now i'm so super proud of you you did a great job uh you know we're we're gonna get some fine tuning we're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna work on some things and next thing i know i feel like i'm just gonna be sitting in the background and you're gonna be taking over as (laughs) I, I'm just going to say a word and you're just going to talk over me at one point. And you know what? I'll be so thankful. I'll be so happy when that happens because I know that, you know, you're doing such a great job since coming on here. And, you know, I I'm super proud of you for, for taking the lead tonight and you did an awesome job and I'm glad I just dabbled where I did, but from start to finish, great job tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to have to do that again. And again, as you get more comfortable, you're going to be talking over me and, and adding some stuff. And, <laughs> you know, that's perfect. That's what we want. We want to have a conversation, not between two people, but between three of us or four mm-hmm. of us when, when Caitlin is here. So that's that's what we want to get into. So I, I'm, I'm proud that we had you on tonight to be able to do that. Um, where was it? Oh, yeah, I was going to go with this. So we're going to we want to get out of here. It's It's been a long show. We've been on air for about, we've been recording for two hours now, or we've been on, on zoom here for two hours. Um, so we still have Joe media merch available. If you guys are looking for a Tumblr, we got those now. Uh, we got, you just got to put an order with us. Uh, t-shirts, hats, hoodies. You guys can go through epic racewear.ca. Uh, link is in our bio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Megan, are you excited for next weekend? First of all, like this the fourth and is it the fourth and the, the third third and fourth third and fourth i am excited this is the weekend we're doing dirt tracks right yeah okay i thought so i'm yeah. very excited because like <laughs> that maribel pizza i was thinking about it and i'm like i can't go for my birthday dinner because of the staff meeting so basically 
Maribel's wood oven pizza is going to be my birthday dinner and I'm just glad that I'm going to be able to have you guys there too like I'm so pumped so this weekend uh myself Jacqueline Megan and her uh, significant other Garrison we're all going to go dirt track racing actually and I believe Friday night we will likely I don't know yet we might have Kaylin and Dale join us so we're going to have a nice big party at the track we're all Obviously, we're not bringing a car or nothing, but we're going to hang out in the stands. Um, if you guys see us, stop us, say hi. Let us know if you guys like the show. Um, we'll be at Oshwegan in Merrittville this weekend. Uh, tentative to change just as a heads up to everyone listening. Um, but we know guaranteed for sure we're all going to be down in Oshwegan on Friday. So I, I'm excited to get back to Oshwegan. It's been since 2019 since mm-hmm. I've been there. Um, you're not far by, but same thing with you it's been since probably what 2019 since you've been as well yeah yeah so i don't i don't think they've been open since then because of covid no they have not they didn't run 2020 or 2021 so no i am i am hyped oh my and i I got the friday off too i believe so like i don't have to go right from work to the track so i am oh i'm just stoked this weekend's gonna be perfect oh it's gonna be a great weekend ahead uh, as always, guys, make sure you guys follow Joe Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, make sure you guys also like, comment, share the crap out of the show. Uh, we are now on YouTube. If for anyone listening, you guys can catch the entire interview on YouTube, just as you heard it here on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to your podcast from. Uh, but yeah, Megan, take us home. This has been the True North Racing Podcast with Young Drivers, Canadian Vintage Modified Drivers, Scott Tinelli. I am Megan Mitchell and the host, John Morrison. We just thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye now. Peace out.